0: India, a country rich in history, culture, tradition, and beauty. A land full of vibrant colors and incredible humanity. We are the world's second most populated country with over 1.3 billion people. Some of the wealthiest in the world live here, but so do the poorest of the poor, otherwise known as Dalits. Due to the caste system that still controls much of how life happens here in India, the disparity between the rich and poor seems to be an insurmountable chasm. For the poor living in villages across our beautiful land, the opportunities seem limited, as does hope. But that is where Harvest India enters in. We see beyond the division and hopelessness. We see a bright future dawning for all of India. Founded over 40 years ago, Harvest India has grown from simply sharing the gospel to meeting tangible needs in communities, opening orphan homes, building quality schools, caring for the sick and elderly, and beyond. Led by Suresh Kumar, our Indian-based organization continues to grow to be a source of light and life to the people and communities we serve. We are seeking to bring about sustainable change to the people and nation of India. It is our mission to carry Christ's compassion to every village in India through four key areas. Mercy Ministries, Orphan Care, education, and sharing the gospel. We seek first to meet the right now needs of people through our mercy ministries. This then allows us to engage on a deeper level personally with those we serve. We do this in a number of ways. Fresh water wells, weekly food distributions, medical camps, disaster relief and emergency care, hospice care for AIDS patients, caring for the elderly, red light ministries and restoration, and monthly leprosy outreaches. Often, as a result of our mercy ministries, we build lasting relationships that lead to other ways we can help and effect change. Almost daily, we come in contact with families and children that have been abandoned. Our commitment to the future generations of India is really founded on carrying out the biblical mandate to care for the orphaned. Currently, we have over 1,300 children living in 26 children's homes in Southern India. Our care includes providing a loving home, nutritious food, clean water, healthcare, and education. The children in our care, as well as families we partner with, are invited to become a part of our education system. In order to give children hope, we recognize that it is our growing commitment to education that is really the key to opening a future that wouldn't otherwise exist for these children. Today, we offer quality education from elementary through college levels, Our schools and students have been recognized for their excellence. Finally, we have the opportunity to share the hope of Jesus with them. We do this in everything we do, sometimes in word, but always in action and love. Some of the intentional ways we do this is through large and small outreach events, church planting, pastoral training and equipping, and our Bible colleges. Ultimately, we know that as individual lives change, so do the lives of their families, friends, and those that they will meet and come in contact with. The best part of what we do is when we see those we serve become a part of one of our communities, and then become part of change in their own sphere of influence. Person by person, there is a story to be told and a beautiful future unfolding you, together with Harvest India, are a critical part of bringing this message of hope to the people of India. Tell friends about us and like us on Facebook. $35 a month will give hope to a child in need. Together, friends, we will bring hope to this beautiful land of India. You can and will make a difference.
1: Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Thank you so much for this great opportunity to stand before you. I am so thankful to God to come to this place, and um, I'm really amazed. Uh, because of your generous hearts, the way that you are. You've been standing behind this ministry. I'm so thankful to God for Cornerstone. I'm very thankful to Pastor Lynn and Lisa for their faithfulness and uh, the way they've been taking care of the ministry. And uh, this is an amazing time, friends. I'm so thankful to stand before you. And uh, today is a great day. How many are happy today? Happy? Yeah. It's very hard when I, when I come to this uh, Western world, whenever I speak, people are just looking strangely, and there's something like what you are doing here, you know? So, but today I would like to uh, share what the Lord uh, have given to me so that I would like to pass it so that uh, this will be helpful to you and uh, you may go ahead and do something before you depart from this world. I know this is the day that the Lord has made, so we will rejoice and be glad in it, isn't it? Life is the gift of God, friends, let's enjoy. Life is very, uh, life is the gift the Lord has given to us, because when we see the Bible, we are redeemed generation. We are the people here with the purpose and we are the people with the plan. You are not here with an accident. You are here with the divine plan today. Are you believe that? Amen. I'm glad. Today I would like to bring the message from Paul's letter. First Corinthians chapter 16 verses 5 to 9. After I go through Macedonia... And I will come to you for I will be going through Macedonia. Perhaps I will stay with you a while or even spend the winter so that you can help me on my journey wherever I go. I do not want to see you now and make only a passing visit. I hope to spend some time with you if the Lord permits. But I will stay on at Ephesus until Pentecost, because a great door for effective work has opened to me, and there are many who oppose me. Paul is writing this letter, Paul is writing this letter, his passion and his desire. When you read this passage, you can see the Ephesus is the place of witchcraft. Ephesus is the place of black magic. Ephesus is the place of uh, many big red light area, prostitution, idol worship. People go there for, to worship the Diana. That's only the reason even people go for astrology to know their future. People go for fun in that area. But here Paul is reminding, Paul is Uh, encouraging us to see three things in this small passage. Today, my message topic is, what is the meaning to following Christ? What is the mean when you say that I am the Christ follower? What is the meaning that you say, I'm a Christian, I'm a believer? I would like to highlight three important things from this passage. Number one, you can see The Paul's desire. You can see Paul is encouraging. Paul is telling you and to me, even though he has two options in front of him. Number one, door of opportunity. Number two, a door of opposition. But Paul is not looking to the problem here. Paul's desire is to reach those people who are going to do sin in Ephesus. Paul is looking to a great door of opportunity. Paul wants to reach those people with the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. Friends, today we have to understand, you have to understand the reason we are here, because of the deep desire of the Father in heaven that He send His only Son for you in this world. That's why we are here today. In India, we've been working, we've been working among the red light areas. We are rescuing the uh, women from the prostitution. We are taking care of the orphan children. We have 1,500-plus orphan children in India. We are taking care of the leprosy project. You know, last year, Cornerstone have provided 12 months support to this leprosy people. We ran that leprosy project until last month, August. We are very thankful to you. See that is the desire of God. God wants to bless and give the peace and joy and hope to everybody. When you say that I am a Christ follower, you have to do something. That's why Paul is telling, follow me as I am following Christ. When you say that I am a Christian, you have to show it. That's what the book of James is reminding you. Reminding me and reminding us. We are not listeners of the word, but we are doers of the word. I want to bring three things. Number one, we need to have the desire of God so that we can do something before we depart from this world. That's what the Paul is writing here. Paul is telling, I have the desire, I want to go there. I know there is a problem, there is opposition, but I want to go because Paul knew how God is faithful, how God is blessed and redeemed and blessed and the way that he touched his life. Friends, when God done something in your life, what you are giving back to God? When we are working in red light area, we've seen the transformation. Harvest India have rescued more than 200 girls from the prostitution. And right now they are in our shelters, they are living the life with dignity and hope. I have a story to share. There was a young lady called Durga, her name is Durga, she is 27 years old, her grandmothers and her Mother and all their family, they've been in this prostitution for many generations. They think that is their life. They think they're designed for that job, because in India that is the way. You know that temple prostitution. There are some group, there are some caste. They feel, they think, they set apart to entertain the people. So somehow God has touched this. Of Durga and she came to our center. She had a sickness and uh, she was not well because more than 15 years, I think, she is in this red light area, very active sex worker. But thank God, God has changed her life. she has been coming to our center and she heard about the Lord Jesus Christ. She had a cancer. doctor said to her, you may live maybe a few, few years. Maybe two years, she has a beautiful children, and we encouraged her. God is going to heal you. All you have to do, you have to trust the Lord with all your heart. And she is very strong, and she met the Lord, and she knew how He is doing, how she is doing, and all those things. She was. I seen the transformation in our life. We started to pray, God, you have to touch this young lady. And friends, after two months, she went to the doctor to check. Again, what is the status of the cancer? But doctor said, there is no cancer. Praise the, praise the Lord. The miracles, sometimes the Western world, it may be strange to you, isn't it? People think only Jesus times, no because the Bible is very clear, Jesus Christ is unchanging yesterday, today, and forevermore. He is the God of universe. He is the God of history. He is the God of past, present, and future. Because of that one story, I seen many young ladies, they want to uh, receive Christ in our centers. Glory to God. All we, all we have to do, we need to have the desire to serve God. That's what the Paul is teaching us today. Paul is encouraging you and me. We need to have the deep desire and passion to stepping out. Number one, desire. Number two is the decision. Decision is very, very important, isn't it? We have many things in this world. You can choose many things in this world. We are always, when you say Christian, many times we are thinking, I am going to church, I am going to pay my tithe, I am doing everything. People feel happy about that. But the Bible is very clear, friends, when you say that I am following Christ, you need to decide where you are standing now. Only one way. The Bible is telling us Jesus Christ is the way, the life, and the truth. Only Jesus Christ is the way. So we, we need to decide ourselves to do something. You need to decide where you are standing. There is so much materialism in the world. There is so much attraction and destruction in this world. But the God has called you and me to set apart in this world to decide our lives for His glory so that we may touch many people in the days to come. That's what we are here today. Harvest India, we have 500 staff. One young man, his name is Ravi. And he was graduated uh, from engineering college. And he's been working with us last 10 years. And I said to one day, Ravi, I think you have a very good educational qualification. You can get a good job in Indian society. I think what, what you are expecting from Jesus the word when he said to me, I was, I'm amazed. He's very posh, very, uh, uh, he's an educational qualification, and the grades are very high, this young man. And he said to me, I am decided to follow Christ. I want to serve God. Two months back, <coughs> we had a crusade in India, 23,000 people gave their life to the Lord Jesus Christ in our crusade. (laughs) Ravi and his team, he is the in-charge of our children ministry. Ravi and his team worked very hard. And after we done the crusade, that final night, I received a phone call. They said Ravi had an accident and he joined in the hospital. We ran to the hospital. And we seen Ravi is in the intense to care. And we seen, and he was unconscious and coma. And doctor said, there is no way that uh, this boy will live. And I said to the doctor, we will pray. And he said, okay, me and my wife, my wife was crying there. I said to my wife, it's okay. God is going to bring Ravi back, no worries. And we prayed and we have faith. And we told all our children homes, we have 26 children homes, we have 1,500 children. I sent the message to everybody to pray for this young man. Friends, after two months, God has miraculously healed Ravi, and he came back. And he is serving God, and he is sharing How God is powerful and wonderful. Friends, that is the Christianity. Because when you decide your life, when you say, I want to follow Christ, this is my way, God will honor that. God will protect that. God will take care of everything, whatever you need. The problem is with us, we are always here and there, we never focus. We are not having a destiny and goal in our lives. We are all over. Today, we need to understand. We need to decide to serve the Lord or in the world. So we need to focus, friends. When we do that, God will protect us. God will use us powerfully. That's what Paul is writing here. Paul is telling you here, there is a great door for effective work has opened to me and there are many who oppose me. But Paul have decided. He decided no matter what, even if they kill me, let them kill me there. But I want to go, and I want to do my job. Friends, that is the Christianity. When you say, I'm a believer, you have to do something for the kingdom of God. Christianity is not religion. Christianity is the relationship with the living and loving God. When you, when you do that, I'm challenging you that nobody can stand in front of you. God is going to use you powerfully. I have decided 25 years back, I said to God, God, no matter what, I want to serve you. Because I was about to die in the water. God has brought me and he has given the life to me. I knew how God is faithful in my life. 25 years, he never let me down even one time, friends. 25 years, I've been preaching thousands and thousands of people. His goodness. But, but the thing is, we need to decide our life where we are standing today. We have to say, God, this is my plan. This is what I want to do. Number three, which is very, very important, Not only decide, but we need to dedicate our lives to God. It is total control we need to give the Lord Jesus Christ. You cannot say, I may spend, I may do a little bit of work here and there. But you have to commit to God. You know, we are all missionaries, friends. Isn't it? Are you believe that? That's what Jesus said. He has given a general command He has commissioned to everybody in the world to do something. You may not go to India or Kenya. Maybe you may not be a missionary to live in a Western world. But you may be a missionary in your neighborhood. You may do something to your friends, maybe in your workplace. Maybe you can tell about this church and bring somebody. Something like each one, catch one. I am telling to my churches, we have 1,800 churches now. I'm always telling at the end of the year I have to see that you have to introduce one person to my church, to the church. You have to bring one person, so that if we have 50 people, next year we have 100, after that we have 200, because we are the people here to be the salt and the light in the world. That's what Paul how dedicated his life. I have a great story to tell. Last week, I received a phone call from India, very devastated uh, message, and one of our pastor who'd been faithful 30 plus years in the ministry, he gone to be with the Lord. This pastor, he was converted from a strong high caste Hindu background. Parishuddha Babu, his name, and he is from Krishna district. God used this man of God. He led 2,000 Hindu families and baptized thousands of people. Many people, many times he was beaten, neglected, excommunicated, because they think that he is following the low caste people, God in India. All the family, they have neglected him. All his life, problems, all his his life, oppositions. Just before we come, me and my wife, he he came with his wife to my home. And he said to me, the Lord is doing amazing things. I have pioneered five churches. Five churches, very strong churches. Each, Each church, more than 500 people he has. Do you know what he said? I have dedicated my life, Brother Suresh. If I live, I will live for God. If I die, I will die for God. While he was in the ministry, God has called the servant of God. Friends, what a blessing to serve the Lord. His church is more than 2,000 people. I want to encourage everybody here. I want to challenge everybody here. We are living in an amazing time. John Piper, he said, let none can say that I have wasted my life. Friends, Christianity is uncomfortable. Jesus never promised you that he is going to give a comfortable life. We called to be uncomfortable for the kingdom of God but we have to understand there is an eternal destiny there is an eternal life the Bible is very clear John 3.16 for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life friends, you and me have to do the job God is trusting you God is believing in you. That's why he sent his only son to this world because of you. You cost the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Your time is very important. You have to understand you are a very valuable person on the planet. Jesus Christ didn't come for something else. He didn't come for animals. He came for you. And he died with an expectation that you are going to change the world. That you are going to take the peace and joy and hope and healing to this world. We are special generation. We are important people here. Paul is writing very clearly. I know there is an opposition. I know there is a problem. But I want to go there. Paul's desire Paul has decided, and Paul has dedicated his life. Friends, I'm encouraging you today. If you are not doing something to God, you better to start to to do. You know, my vision before 2020, I have to see 10 million souls for the kingdom of God. Harvest India have reached nearly 2 million, almost 45 years of the ministry. What we've done is very little. India is the biggest country with 1.3 billion people, 500,000 villages, there is no gospel work. 50% people in India, they never heard the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Every day, 80,000 people dying without Christ. Friends, how we are comfortable here. How we can even to comprehend that statistics. I'm challenging you. You need to pray. You need to do your part. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you and we praise you for this wonderful time. God, we thank you, God, for this dear people who are sitting and listening. Father, let this word will encourage them and challenge them. Let this word I will make them to stand and do their part. Father, we thank you for each family representing in this place. God, you bless them and meet every need according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. We thank you and we praise you for everything that you have done and what you are going to do. We give all the glory to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
2: Amen. Yes. Suresh, I just want to, as the missions and outreach pastor here, um, before we get going, I just want to tell you thank, you, thank you. Thank you from here at Chandler, from those out at Santan, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for what you are doing for God over in India and worldwide. And, and it's been a, a little while since you've been up here, been a year. Can you fill us in a little bit on, um, on how you're doing?
1: Yeah, actually, we are very busy in the ministry, and uh, we are reaching the youth in the colleges and universities and we started uh, English service in India, and our main focus is right now to reach the youth, and uh, we've seen uh, last year 23,000 people have given their life to the Lord Jesus Christ in our crusades, and uh, in, (laughs) thank you. And in our VBS, we have I think 7,000 plus Children, they have given their life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Wonderful, Kids. wonderful. So we got to ex-
2: we got to experience that firsthand as Cornerstone sent a team over to India last winter, and we've got another team um, coming up, and. One of the things that impressed us, and and pretty much every day we're just blown away by what is happening for Jesus Christ over in India, but one of them was um, the Sharia house. And can you fill us in a little bit about what's happening there? Yeah,
1: we have Ashreya house, we have Freedom Center, and um, uh, actually we have five houses. And these five houses, we are rescuing the girls from red light areas, from the prostitution, so we are teaching skills like uh, sewing and making bags and like jewelry, those kind of things. And uh, I've seen the transformation. I've seen the hand of the Lord, and my wife is in, in charge of that work. And we have 200-plus girls right now in our centers, and we want to uh, rescue as many as we can. My vision is before 2020, at least we have to uh, bring 5,000 girls from those red light areas and give you a place uh, for hope and dignity.
2: Absolutely. And we've got, um, as you can see, we've got all these um, little mannequins all over the place and some think they're scary, I actually think they're adorable. Um, but we're doing this to, to raise money for orphan care and basically our, our mantra has been, let's bring these kids home. And you mentioned you have 1,500 orphans in 26 houses How many of those 1,500
1: orphans are actually
2: sponsored by someone?
1: We have 600-plus sponsored, but the rest of the kids just by faith. And whatever God brings money and we share. And we really need uh, to sponsor many children. And I'm very thankful to God for Cornerstone to stepping out and do this big event uh, for the ministry in India. Thank you so much. Because when you... Uh, it is very easy to reach a child with the God's love, but it is very hard to reach older people to Christ. Once the child is reached, it is easy because I believe these are the children are going to stand in the gap. These are the children rise up. These are the next generation is going to stand for Christ and do the wonders.
2: Very, and we. I want to challenge you. Um, Cornerstone Santan has really taken up the challenge and Cornerstone Chandler first service is great, but we need to bring these children home. So if God puts on your heart to go out there, it's $35 a month for two years, it'll go a long way in rescuing quite a few of those kids. And, and we've got a bunch of people sitting here in the chairs and out there in Santan. What, it, what would you say to someone that's maybe thinking, man, I would love to go on an India trip,
1: but what, what's it like? For me, I can tell immediately how to go and do the job, something. Because uh, it's always blessing when you go to the mission field, Uh, God remember, number one, how much he blessed in this country. For me, I've been traveling to United States. This is the bubble. Every year is a cultural shock to me. When When you see the country like India, you can understand the reality You can meet the truth there So I'm encouraging you If you want to see how much you are blessed You have to go and find in India And number two, when you go there And God will increase the burden in your heart So that you can pray for the nations And number three, which is very, very important you never be the same again You will live for God
2: I I can tell you that firsthand as we sent our team over there in January, and we've got two teams heading out this next year, January and February. Our hearts were left over there. It is absolutely mind-boggling, the ministry that's happening, but also the harvest and the need that's there. And so I want to encourage you. We have an information meeting tomorrow night at 6 o'clock over in the rooms over here. And if you have any interest in, in going to India, please be there. And now, Suresh, um, you're about to be a world record holder. What do you, what do you think about that?
1: Only in America. <laughs> <laughs> pie fight only in America, not in India. Yeah. But one thing I'm really thankful, I'm really thankful to God. You know, Pastor Lin, he said today, it may be very uncomfortable to you to throw the pie on somebody's face, but one thing, See, this uncomfortable will give the comfort to somebody in other side of the world. Absolutely. It's like uh, something that you can give in a tangible way. I'm encouraging everybody, please do that. It's not, not only fun, but your money will go very far and touch many lives in India.
2: And we we just wanna encourage you, we actually have full-body ponchos and goggles, and so really, it's not that difficult, but we want you to sign up for this Pie for Life. We are encouraging you to go, even even if it's just for a small donation, we need everybody out to that pie fight. Go sign up after service. We're gonna have a blast, we're gonna have fun, and we're gonna raise not only money but much-needed awareness stateside for Harvest India but as he said earlier, it, it's huge in India. And so what a huge opportunity we have um, to be part of this world record. And the news crews are going to be there to capture this. So thank you. Thank you very much. It, it's wonderful. So can I pray for you and can Please. I pray for the ministry? And can I have everyone just go ahead and stand on up and maybe reach your hands out? And let, let's pray for Suresh. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much For the man standing next to me, and and Suresh talked about um, this man named Paul, and and I just can't help but think that I'm standing next to a modern-day Paul. And what he is doing over in India is stuff I can't even calculate. Heavenly Father, I pray that you continually give Suresh wisdom to see things the way you see them. Give him your vision. Give him perseverance and strength. Heavenly Father, I pray for his team. I pray that you give them wisdom and strength. I pray that you give them the finances to continue this ministry and keep reaching the millions upon millions of people that need Jesus Christ over in India. Heavenly Father, we thank you for what you're doing in and amidst this ministry. Heavenly Father, I just pray that if someone's sitting here at Chandler or at Santan and maybe they they've been thinking about sponsoring a child, or maybe they're thinking about um, partnering with Harvest India, or maybe going on a trip, I, I pray that you continue to work on their heart. And Heavenly Father, um, we'd be remiss to not mention it, if there's someone here that, that doesn't know you as their personal Savior, they don't understand what it means to have Jesus as their Savior and Lord. Heavenly Father, I just pray that you give them the courage to maybe stay behind today and and, and talk with our counselors. Heavenly Father, we lift up today's activities. We thank you for those who have already been sponsoring the children. We thank you for what's going to happen at this pie fight and just the fun, but also the message that's going to be given out there. And Heavenly Father, we thank you for your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you that we even have the opportunity at a second chance to have a relationship with the creator of the universe. Be with us today. Be with Suresh. It's in your precious name we pray. Amen.